0: Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello everyone, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. I'm really glad that you joined me tonight. Um... I am continuing my series uh my family, and uh, my name is deborah Deborah Lacewell, and uh I've been doing a series uh this is the fourth month it's called the Twelve Pillars of my faith and this uh this uh year teaching was given to my pastor and um he graciously put it on his website under soul winning tools and uh i'm I've given uh, given permission to teach it on here, and so um tonight I'm going to be continuing on the subject of my family tonight's episode is is entitled "As for Me and My House I'll be teaching about authority and submit submission and also speaking about the supreme God being our supreme authority and um Let's see here. I was supposed to get this done at eight o'clock. Normally it normally the show is at eight o'clock on I have teachings on Friday and Saturday at eight o'clock PM Eastern Standard Time. But last night I went to a, a night of prayer at my church. It was for five hours. It was awesome and I just got back a little while ago. And I'm just all revved up feel the anointing, and i wanna I wanna pour out into your life and and so i I couldn't sleep if I wanted to the anointing so strong but um to go to a song and I'll be right back, and we'll get into word and the word of God and the teaching be right back with you.
1: Stars in the night, I wonder At your lightning in the sky, I shudder Your glory is a blanket day. Burnt inside my heart All of the day I want to be where you are Holy Father And it feels Like there's not enough praise Inside of me With all these words Oh
0: you know, tomorrow I'm going to be starting a series called The uh, the Believer's Authority or The Authority of the Believer. I'm hoping to start it tomorrow and uh, that will be tomorrow and I'm looking forward to it and have you join me tomorrow at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to get right into the lesson tonight. I should say this morning I'm actually pre-recording this at one thirty in the morning. Hmm. As I said earlier, we had prayer from 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. Tonight's foundation of scriptures is Joshua 24, verses 1 through 28. It's, and I'm going to be reading Joshua 24, verse 15. And if it seems evil to you, To serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The reason most people fail in their life is because they do not understand authority. They do not recognize legitimate authority, and they do not make a proper response to that authority. Praise God! God is the supreme authority. He created everything and is er- over everything. Every created thing must bow to Him. I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be reading some scriptures. So I'm going to let you. They tell you what they are, and then um, you can turn to them. You can write them down. Come back to them later. Listen along with me, or catch up later. Isaiah forty-five, verse twenty-three. Romans fourteen, verse eleven. Philippians two, verses ten through eleven. I'm going to go ahead and and read those to you. Isaiah. 4523. By myself I have sworn my mouth has uttered in all integrity a word that will not be revoked. Before me every knee will bow. By me every tongue will swear. Romans 1411. It is written as surely as I live says the Lord, every knee will bow before me, every tongue will acknowledge God. Philippians 2.10-11, through 11, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, let me see here, I found my place <laughs> God created man in his image. you and I are created in God's image in the image of God, and god gave God gave man authority over the earth in genesis one twenty seven through twenty eight it reads, so God created mankind in his own image. The devil is an illegitimate authority, stole man's authority from Adam and Eve. Even though he took man's authority by deception, God could, still could not just snatch it back from him. Jesus took it back on behalf of man the devil never would have crucified Jesus if he had known God's plan to take back man's authority and to restore man once again into right standing with God. Praise God! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for sending Jesus into the world. That thank you for loving us so much that you came from heaven and in the form of man and and you came and you you won back the authority. You took back the authority that was rightfully ours that Adam and Eve gave up. 1 Corinthians two eight says, None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. God uses his authority for good, God is love. His primary motivation is mercy, and he desire his desire is to bless. You think about it. Uh, the devil, his 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 uh, he uses his authority, even though it's, a, it's um it's a legitimate authority. And God's God's taken back the authority. Jesus took the authority back for us when people are in willful full sin and they open the door to the devil and they give him access and they give him authority to do what he wants to do and they yield to him and then his authority is used through that person for evil because the devil is ob- obviously the opposite of love. He's he's evil, he's he's hate, he's he comes to steal, kill and destroy and his motivation, sure is not mercy, and his his desire is not to bless at all his desire is to steal everything, everything good and wonderful and his Satan is a fallen minister, Jesus anoints god anoints people and he, his giftings and callings of God are without repentance, so Lucifer when he was in heaven he had all these stones and he was a worship leader and all these jewels and and things in his body and his and he was he was anointed, but when he he used that anointing to deceive a third of the angels in heaven and when Satan fell, I saw Satan fall like lightning from the sky, God threw him out and the sort of the angels that he deceived. But since God's giftings and callings are without repentance, then he he didn't take that authority, but the authority that the anointing on, on I should say the anointing, not the authority, but the anointing was, tainted, perverted, and not holy. So the anointing is there. So if you feel fear, when you feel fear, that's actually the devil's anointing, completely opposite of God. And if you want to succeed in every area of your life, you must submit to legitimate authority. By doing that, a legitimate authority of the devil can have no place in your life. You must personally submit your life to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. James 4, seven in the King James Version says, Submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So do not give the devil any place in your life. Recognize all authorities that God has placed in the earth. Romans 13, verses 1 through 10 says, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, Whoever re- rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. Verse 3 For rulers had no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right, and you will be commended. For the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath, to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities. But not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of, of conscience, as a matter of conscience, this is also why you pay taxes. For the authorities are God's servants, who give their full time to governing. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect. Then respect. If honor, then honor. Let no debt remain outstanding except this continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, And whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Powerful. Make a decision to walk in the love of God towards all men at all times That includes and is especially applicable to your own family. Husbands and wives, God has set you in a place as a head of your home. You not only have authority, but you have responsibility. Make the decision that Joshua made as for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. You can't force your family into serving God. You must influence them in. Set the example of a godly man who honors the Lord and is submitted to him in all things. According to God's plan, you should be the most unselfish, unselfish person in your house, not the most selfish. As is of often, unfortunately, the case. You are the head of the house, not the dictator, and not the wimp. Recognize that your wife is not as tough as you are, and live considerately with her so your prayers will be answered. 1 Peter 3 7 says, Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives. And treat them with respect as a weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Don't be like a bull in a china shop with your children, but but do not abdicate your responsibilities to raise them either. Don't irritate and provoke them. Raise them tenderly, correct them, and teach them. Ephesians six four says, "Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord." Do not break their spirit. Do not break your children's spirits. You know, unfortunately, that's happened a lot. I. Uh, You may or may not have listened. Tonight might be your first night tuning into this uh, show to Fire Talk Radio. But there is um, a show I did on Valentine's Day, and it's about, it's called Love is Not a Four-Letter Word. So love is not a four letter word it was talking about abuse and people who, who who equate the word love with pain and and betrayal and things like that well when i was we re- uh, was talking about don't break the spirit then i thought about how 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 a lot of people, unfortunately, that's happened to, whether it would be abused physically, sexually, emotionally, verbally, because it, it, a lot of people have been raised, that, uh, unfortunately, hearing the words, oh, you'll never amount to anything, you're not good-for-nothing lazy bum, and all you do is sit around. You're never going to do anything. Well, they're speaking curses over that person, and so their spirit eventually gets broken. They throw their hands up in the air and they're like, "Okay, fine, forget it. i am never you. Just right. I'm never going to, have to do anything. I'm just lazy. um all these terrible things you say about me. Sometime I'm going to try." And their spirits are broken, just like when uh, you break a, a horse, horse's spirit when they're when they're breaking a horse, they're trained some are horse whispers and some are not very kind, but that that horse used to be free and 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 just free. But then somebody came along and they they trained it. It's no longer free. They broke the spirit and they no longer had a quote will of their own. They had to submit to to the trainer. So we must not break the spirit of somebody. It says in here Colossians three twenty one, fathers, do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged. So a lot of it also a lot of it also is if if your if the child is um can never seem to do anything right, doesn't matter what they do, if they do something good They say it's black, you say it's white, they say it's white, you say it's white, they say it's black. And it's like nothing they do seems to be good enough for you. You might take a look inside yourself and pray and ask God, why am I this way? Why is nothing that they ever do good enough for me? They could come home and sincerely do the best they can, but on the report card, maybe it's all C's, or maybe it's mostly C's and one or two D's. And they really genuinely did the best they could, but in your eyes it's not good enough because it's not straight A's or it's not at least, straight, you know, majority of straight A's, couple of B's. Uh, it's putting too much pressure on them and, and it's it's discouraging them. And 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 I say that with love. I'm not condemning you or anybody I'm just saying even if that's not you, just learning from that. that we need to encourage our children. And for the man, you are the protector of your family. So protect your wife and children from anything that could harm them physically, mentally, or spiritually. Protect them from corrupting influences. If, if, If your wife is starting to hang around somebody who... Who's very negative and very she is. She's constantly talking bad about other people. She's gossiping, even if it's done in a in a sort of way that doesn't make it such obvious gossiping. If she uh, does, if she is talking bad about her husband all the time, and she soon gets a divorce, well. The woman, your your wife, is going to assume this negativity. She's vomiting and spewing negativity all over your wife, and eventually your wife will pick up that negative spirit. Whether it's about men, and and then it, and eventually it's going to affect your family because it's going to you know. So be careful not to not to let the the rooted bitterness grow because out of it it defiles many. And you're there to bless your house and to be a a blessing to them, to your wife. And the next one we're going to talk about are the wives and mothers. God has given you your place under the headship of your husband to have authority over your household. So... Submit to your husband in the fear of the Lord. Submission is not just allowing someone to walk all over you against your will. Don't make your husband force submission on you by rebellion or indifference. Don't be a bucking bronco or a whipped puppy either. You must make the decision for yourself. Decide to submit to your husband in faith out of respect to God's word a lot of women uh have a have a a problem with uh submitting to their husband that his word is, is final authority. Uh, you know, because he can come to her and he can ask her her opinion on things, uh he may need to make a decision. And she may just she'll give her opinion and then he'll he'll generally listen to what she has to say. But then he decides he goes against not going against her but he decides a different way than what she would have made a decision. Well, we just need to respect that and and not and just know that he he looked for what you had to say about he looked for your opinion. But a lot of women have a have a issue, have a problem with submitting to their husbands because they they feel like that makes them the weaker vessel or or it's just like I'm not gonna submit to him who they think he is it's, you know, I'm gonna do my own thing and but God's word clearly states to submit to your husband. He's the head of the household. And when a husband loves the wife and he he treats her nicely, and she respects the husband. It's not going to be a problem for her to to uh, submit to her husband. <laughs> I tell you a funny thing that one of our pastors says when he was teaching about different things about marriage, and and uh, he said that uh, foreplay begins in at breakfast.
1: <laughs>
0: Basically. You can't just go home uh, if you're married. I'm talking about a biblical marriage between a man and a woman. The husband just can't go home and and then just expect at night, well, everything, you know, just she's going to be in the mood. It starts at it starts at breakfast, being loving to her, uh, just being nice to her throughout the day, and you won't have a problem with anything, with her submitting to you, with with anything. And submit without giving way to hysterical fears or letting any anxieties unnerve you one Peter three six like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her Lord. You are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear, so we don't we don't want to give away to fear and all of this. we want to submit for the right reasons. And that's because it's God's word and God's will. And God has given you. And He's ta- I'm talking about the wives. He, he's given the wives a pattern in Proverbs 31. And I'm going to be reading from Proverbs 31 verses 10 through 31. This is a word show, and it's uh, class- classified under the Bible for the different categories. So I've got it under the, you know, they got religion, they've got lifestyle, they got entertainment. I've got it under the the Bible because I, I give a lot of word in this show. Now, Proverbs 31, verses 10 to 31, I'm going to go ahead and read it. A wife of noble character, who can find... She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships. Oh, sorry. (laughs) She is like the merchant. Tongue twister. Okay, I'm going to start at verse 14 again. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable, and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds a distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes a seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive, and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Your husband should be able to confidently trust you because you only do him good as long as there is life within you. Just like verses 11 through 12 says, her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Be secure in the Lord. Prepare for the future in faith. Speak kindly. Take care of your family while keeping your nose out of everyone's business. Verses 25 through 27, it says, She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come, she speaks with wisdom. And faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Proverbs, uh, in that book, it talks about consider the ant, you sluggard. Uh, the the ant is always, always busy. Always busy doing about, doing work, 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 work. And I uh, bet the sluggard, very slow, lazy, and uh, so talks about considering the ant. So if we just sit and look at an ant farm, I was looking at an ant farm one time, and, and it, my goodness, they would go, 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 nonstop. I saw a lot of interesting things in that ant farm. They had... Uh, these these ants, when you know they would have the food that was dropped in, and they'd have the water, and they they they'd have times that they'd eat. It wasn't all, but they weren't all. They were hardly ever stopped. They were always on the go, tunneling in and out of the of the of the ant farm through the sand, and they ate when they needed to. They all ate together. Well, well, actually, I think they ate, and some of the other ones went off and. And we're working while some ate. But it was amazing because the only time that they actually all stopped was when they buried a dead ant. I was amazed because it was like everything stopped, took a standstill. And every single, single one of the ants, they, they would take that dead body, they'd go to the tunnel, and they'd have a site, an actual part where where all the all the dead ants were buried. It was like a graveyard there. And and all of the ants stopped working, and they went to the. They just went to the funeral. I was like, "Wow, was pretty amazing." So ants are always on the go, always, always, always. They think about a snail, is very, very slow, or the sluggard, you know. But children of all ages respect the authority of parents that God has placed in your life. They are there for your good, children. Parents are there for your good, not your harm. God will hold them responsible for your care and well-being. So, as I was talking about before, if it's a if it's a godly a good parent, they're not they're not abusive. They're not going to hurt you. But God has put them there to take care of you. To help train you up and raise you up in the way that you should should uh, be trained, and then when you're old, you won't depart from it. But they're not there to hurt you; they're not there to harm you, and and you obey. I want to make a point here because I know that um, I just want to make a sort of like a disclaimer when God tells you to submit to wives to submit to the husband. Yes, you're supposed to submit to them as long as it does not go against the word of God, as long as they're not telling you to go out and murder somebody or they're not telling you to go and steal something or anything that goes against breaking the laws and uh, something that's just not totally is against God's word. And the same for children. Yes, you're to obey your parents. It's a, it's, it's a, the first commandment, the promise. And you obey your parent, but if they're telling you, as I was saying to the wives, to the husbands, if they're telling you to go out and commit something that's totally against God's word, then you don't you don't do it. You respectfully decline, and say, "I'm sorry, this is against God's word." It may feel awkward and all of that, but you are not obligated and required to submit to your husband or your parents if it's against the word of God. If they're telling you to go out and sell drugs or sell your body or Whatever it is, that's not for God's word. So it may not be... So that's just a disclaimer there. But obey your parents in the Lord according to his word. Ephesians 6, verses 1 through 3, and the amplifies says, children. Obey your parents in the Lord as his representatives. For this is just and right. Honor, esteem, and value as precious your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that all may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. Colossians 3.20 in the Amplified says, Children, obey your parents in everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. And as I said a few minutes ago, yes, obey your parents and everything if it's not against the word of God and not against the law. (laughs) And in closing here, I just want to say that um, and these classes, these teachings will be on. There'll be different links and. Not all of them are going to be an hour. Not all of them are going to be thirty minutes. So they just be different lengths, and and so. But and I just want to want to close the teaching by saying every single one of us uh, will give an account, our own account to God for our own thoughts, words, and actions. Whether we are in authority or under authority, let each one honor the Lord in our choices. In doing so, we will fulfill God's purpose for our lives and we will leave a trail of blessing and not a trail of devastation in our wake. That's what we want to do. We want to leave a trail of blessing, not devastation. When... When somebody that's not that doesn't love God is not serving God, they yield and submit to the devil, then they end up leaving that that trail of devastation in people's lives. If you yield and submit to God and his his word and his will and plan for your life, then you will leave a trail of blessing and not only for your family but those that are connected with your life and and connected through those as well. So it's very important to do. Now next week on Friday, I'm going to be concluding this topic because this the series was uh, is every every week and it's going to be a different topic. It's going to be still be twelve pillars of faith, but it's going to be a different topic on. And this month is, as I said earlier, is is my family. That's the topic, and I'm going to be concluding next month, I mean next week. And so far, I've done, so far I have done, let me see here, I have done my heart, my mission, my worship, and then concluding next Friday will be the last part of my family and then in March, I'm going to be starting on my treasure. That's actually going to be the fifth one. And then after that, it's going to be my father, my comforter, my roadmap, my absolutes, prayer life, my crowns, my Jesus. So in March is my treasures. April, my father. May, my comforter. April, my roadmap. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> February, March. And June, June is my roadmap. Let me start that over again. Okay. <laughs> March is my treasure, April, my father, May, my comforter, June, my road map, July, my absolutes, August, my prayer life, September, my crowns, and October, my Jesus. So there's a lot of things to look forward to. And October, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing, but I'll, I'll know then, good Lord willing. As I said, I'm going to be starting the Believer's Authority tomorrow at uh, 8 o'clock. I'll be looking forward to that. I want to let you know I'm going to be playing a quick a quick promo for this school, the River Bible College if you feel like God's been speaking to you about going to Bible college or the, or worship school even, or even the school of government, going to school, learn about government uh, with the anointing of God, then I'm going to play a quick clip for you, a promo, and I'll be back, right back with you.
2: are broken. Many are lost. What they need is hope. They need healing. They need love. They need a savior. They need someone who will lay down their life. Someone with the fire of God who will hear God's call bring Jesus to the world. What they need is a revival. There is a place called the River Bible Institute, a place dedicated to training believers how to live, minister, and flow in the anointing. And it's for anyone, whether your heart is in business or full-time ministry. This is in the place the Word of God is taught and demonstrated The Word will challenge those of you attending to find clarity in your calling And deepen your relationship with the Lord It will provide you with a new perspective on how to reach the lost for Christ And live in God's life-changing power It is a place where you will be empowered to make a difference And set your world on fire with revival God is calling for all believers. Will you answer?
0: Hallelujah. If you feel you got the call of God on your life, school starts again this August. I'm not exactly sure of the date. But if you want to check out the schools, go to River Bible Institute. Dot com River School of Government and River School of Worship You can check out the schools there, and I've been authorized to give you a scholarship to River Bible Institute and River School of Worship. So I'm delighted to be able to give you that. If you feel you got the call of God in your life, but your maybe finances has been stopping you. And also, there is, is um, if you feel that somebody else in your life that you know, you just meet them or maybe you led them to the Lord or you feel that they've got the call of God on their life, and but they, they don't have the money right now to get a scholarship, you can go ahead and give them a scholarship. And if they know somebody, they can give them a scholarship and just keep on going and going and going, and it's like a ripple effect. So just birds on out there and just keeps going you don't have to pay it back it's, it's only right now the uh, River School of Government they're not uh, giving scholarships for right now but the River School of Worship and the River, River Bible Institute are you can uh, free scholarships you don't have to pay it back so check it out online at riverbibleinstitute.com riverschoolofworship.com and River School of If you have any prayer requests, feel free to call 866 857 4837. That is 866 857 4837. And if you are anywhere in the Central Florida area, Check out uh, our our church. Come in person, be our guest, and and uh, come and visit our church. It's uh, well, my, uh, this place I go to church is not my church. It's my like pastor's church, but come visit us. It's at uh, uh, it's at Sunday 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and also Wednesday at 7 p.m. They have prayer at Thursday 7 p.m. And then, uh, but uh, this is coming tomorrow Saturday, they're having a quarterly for ages eighteen through twenty nine, and they're having a guest, Joe Stockstill. So that's at uh, starts at six o'clock, I believe. But um, and if you can't make it in person to the church, then then feel free to watch live online at revival home and just go to the live web stream. I think you can actually get there by going revival. dot com forward slash fire. I mean slash rtn. So it's revival. dot com forward slash rtn. I was thinking there about Fire Talk Radio. If you have any questions, prayer requests, testimonies, comments, feel free to email me at firetalkradio2 at yahoo dot com. That's with a number two, firetalkradio2 at yahoo dot com. Also, I'd love to have you follow me on my home page at blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash firetalkradio two, the number two. And check out and like my Facebook page, com forward slash fire talk radio two with a number two. <laughs> so I'd love to have you join me and check out my Twitter page as well. It's fire talk radio two. And there are links for that on, on my home page at blog talk radio dot com forward slash fire talk radio two with a number two. And also, that's a bit of a long URL. You can I, I use the place to shorten the URL. URL and that is firetalkradio.tk. dot T is in Tom, K is in King. FireTalkRadio two. That's with the number two dot tk. It is a shortened URL. It'll take you right to the blog talk, blog talk homepage of mine. And also, I'm on iTunes. It has a link there for the iTunes. You can just—I don't have it in front of me what the iTunes is, but you can just go to iTunes. It's free to download any any of the of uh, the teachings of the shows of the episodes, and you can go to iTunes and just click in Fire Talk. Just type in Fire Talk Radio, and uh, it should pop up there as a picture, a little like a drawing or sketch of a. Uh, girl with fire coming out of her mouth and it's uh, basically it's teaching the unfiltered word of God with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny so you'll see you'll, you'll find it there if all else fails come to my home page and you can click on the iTunes iTunes little logo there and so, um, love to have you check it out. Like I said, you can download it for free, and this and it automatically uploads. I'm trying to think of if there's anything else that I need to tell you, uh, announcements or oh, the itinerary of my pastor, Dr. Ronnie. Howard Brown and his wife uh, Adonica Howard Brown is um, I'm going to go ahead and, and let you know what's happening there because I know I have some listeners from South Africa and I also have some, some listeners from Canada and Pastors Ronnie and Adonica Howard Brown are going to be Well, actually, they're in South Africa right now. And so I wanted to go ahead. And and also, all the other itinerary, the itinerary I do not read, you can check it out at revival.com. That's R-E-V, like Victor, I-V-A-L.com. You can check out all of that, and uh, over there at Revival.com. And I'm going to go over there now, and I'm going to go to that. And also, any soul winning tools that you need, power evangelism, soul winning packet, there's video training classes, gospel soul winning scripts, audio scripts, gospel audio script, power evangelism notes and street tips, internet evangelism, Text, message, Twitter script. There's uh, different methods of reaching your community. Gospel soul winning survey. Soul winning phone script. Nursing home soul winning tools. Billboard magazine. T-shirt evangelism and wallpaper. And there is also other resources like how to send a prayer request. Follow up DVD, um, stat card, salvation card, River Church ticket invite, Bible study materials. These are the the teachings I've been doing. So the Bible study materials are what I have been teaching that I that I mentioned earlier. My heart, my mission, my worship, my family, and um, and then there's Operation Andrew. So there's a lot of soul winning. You just When you go to Revival.com, scroll all the way to the bottom and you'll see the third box to the right at the very bottom. It says Soul Winning Tools. You can click on there. You can also watch archives of the, of the church services. Now, 21 Days of Revival in South Africa starts on the 22nd of February and I'm going to spell this one because I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't want to butcher it. It's B-L-O-E-M-F-O-N-T-E-I-N, South Africa. The phone number is 27 27-51525-2883. That's plus 27-51-525-2883. Five two five two eight eight three, and the website for all three of these events is www.crc.org.za. That's WWC like Charlie, R like Romeo, C is in Charlie. Org dot Z like Zebra and A like Apple, and. From the 1st to the 6th is in Pretoria, South Africa, plus 2784-217-3142. That is plus 2784-217-3142. And that is the same website, www.crc.org.za and from the 8th of March to the 13th of March is in Cape Town, South Africa. Plus +27215524096 that is plus +2721554096 and it is
1: www.crc.org.za
0: and on the 12th of April to the 17th of April there's a the great awakening in Ontario, Canada. And the area code for that is 519-542-7731. And as I said, uh you can go and check out all of the all of the um You can check out all of the itinerary there at revival.com. Now, I just want to let you know, if nobody has ever told you that God loves you and has a great plan for your life, it gives me the greatest pleasure to tell you that God loves you, he loves you, he loves you, and he has a great plan for your life. God forbid, if today was your last day on earth and you died today, do you know for sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that you would go to heaven? The Holy Bible reads, We've all sinned, fallen short of the glory of God, and the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you want to make sure you're going to go to heaven, just mean it with your heart and repeat after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins, wash me, cleanse me, set me free. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead and are coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost a hunger for the things of God and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm saved, I am born again, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. I forgive everyone who ever hurt me, including myself, and I receive your forgiveness Jesus, fill me with your peace, your joy, and your love. Amen. I want to tell you right now as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ that if you pray that prayer, you it from your heart, all of your sins are forgiven. You always remember to run to God and not from God because he loves you so much, has a great plan for your life. Isn't that awesome? Totally awesome. If you've never been baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire with evidence of speaking in other tongues, then just Jesus is a baptizer in the Holy Ghost and fire. And this prayer language, is a, it's a prayer language, it's a direct communication hotline to, to God. And nobody can understand it, not even the devil, not yourself. It's, it's a praying, when we pray, we pray the perfect will of God. So just, if you want this this prayer language, it, it, it just repeat this prayer after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, you are the baptizer in the Holy Ghost and fire. And I'm asking you right now to baptize me in the Holy Ghost and fire with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. In Jesus name, amen now just uh don't don't think with your head and just allow your spirit uh to rise up in you and just don't think about it just when when we pray just even now just open your mouth and let let the Holy Spirit speak for you and pray for you his perfect will in your life and in others' lives and and then just. Just the uh, um, re- fire, the fire of God right now in the name of Jesus, the anointing of the Holy Ghost right now. Touch them, Father God, from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. Fill them afresh. And, and as they lift their hands, the power of God comes on them right now in the name of Jesus. Now just start speaking and let it come out by
1: faith.
0: bedesu, <speaking in Spanish> That's it. Keep on speaking. There you go. You got it. You got to keep on speaking. There you go. Louder, louder. You get. keep on getting filled up with the power of God, with this anointing, with this fire, and overflow, and just keep on speaking it. And the more you speak, you may just have a couple of syllables right now, or maybe you got refilled right now, but just keep praying it and, and speaking it, and you, you'll get more syllables. You'll get more more of that. And And if you didn't get it right now, don't fret, it'll come, just stand on the Word of God, maybe just for whatever reason. it just Sometimes there's been testimonies of people who have been washing the dishes or vacuuming or doing some other chore or just doing something that didn't involve really thinking that much. And all of a sudden they got their prayer language, probably because they weren't in their head, they were, but they were in, in the overflow and they just allowed the Holy Spirit to just take over. So I believe, and I I believe you can receive it. Just stand stand on the word, stand in faith, and God God will honor you with that. It will happen. It will happen. So I'm, I'm I'm excited for you that you got your prayer language. You're gonna get your prayer language. I'm happy for you, and uh, be sure and tune in tomorrow at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time uh, as I begin my new series. I'm hoping it to be tomorrow. And I'm going to be starting that at um, at eight o'clock Eastern. And I'll be uh, the authority of the believer. And so I'm really glad that you joined me tonight. And I keep you in prayer. I keep you lifted up. And I'm I'm glad that you that you're here. And just know that God loves you so very very much. It's a great plan for your life, it's a wonderful plan for your life and you are, you are loved by him, he loves you I love you, you're precious, you're priceless you're a treasure, you're accepted in the beloved and until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you in his love